You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Yeah, I don't know if 30 minutes to an hour is enough, Kevin, but you know what? Maybe uh, maybe without Mike this week, I yeah. mean, he fills in half an hour, doesn't he? Yeah, Mike's, Mike's quite full of it. And folks, welcome to GSE episode 195, a geeky show ever episode 195. God, I talking one thing and thinking another uh as you heard mike's not with uh, it's just uh mark and i uh the bald guy and the old guy today this week so um yeah and, and the old guy is not the bald guy yeah that's... <laughs> kevin's got more hair than i do <laughs> mike had uh, had some uh, family matters to attend to so he's not going to join us it was kind of a last minute thing and our uh geek our normal geek fill-in miss Pacelli was we decided not to grab her and um Mainly because her husband might object to it. I don't know. You know, there could be other problems there. Hey, Kevin, I'll tell you what. We have problems tonight because you are broken up on your audio. It's coming through rather crispy. Now, see, you sound perfectly... Well, you sound as normal as you ever sound. I don't know. Oh, that's all right. You know what? We'll use your recording this week, and you can just send it down the pipe to me then. Uh, I'll stick it up your pipe. That'll be the perfect place to put it. But down. I'm down under. Yeah, and your toilet goes the wrong way, but we're not going to talk about that tonight. But first, the right way. No, but first, the infamous Uh, uh, weather report. I will cover Mike's portion. (laughs) Why don't don't you just go through all the states? (laughs) Oh no, I'm not going to go through all 50 states. Um, It has been, and I think this is true across most of the United States, unseasonably warm for December here, thanks to the. you know what, I saw Antonio uh, today post on Facebook a picture of him and his wife. They they were out Christmas tree shopping, so they had the Christmas tree wheeling at home in the trolley. Priceless pick. And there's Antonio, New York City in shorts. And it was just, it was, I I just put back best picture of the year. It was absolutely awesome. I mean, that's something that you'd expect in Florida or California or something like that, but not in New York City, and and that was just incredible, so very cool to see. Well, it's, I mean, here it is, it's uh, 9.20 at night on the the 13th of December, and it's 60 degrees Fahrenheit, which is extremely warm, and I believe it was about 73 here today, Fahrenheit, so really, really warm the air conditioning's been running off and on all day here just because it's so warm now that's not as warm as you i have you at 88 degrees fahrenheit Mm, nice and warm now mark or marker mike in south dakota is at a lovely 30 degrees and he has a chance of snow the upcoming couple days uh tuesday and wednesday so yeah he's gonna love that yeah he i know how much he likes the cold weather so he'll be really happy. But, yeah, it's warm. Uh, the good thing is the temperatures are trending down. So towards the end of the week, we'll be down more normal, like the upper 30s, mm-hmm. low 40s. And I believe towards the beginning of next week, just in time for Christmas, there's a chance of a little bit of rain and snow. So might get a little bit of whiteness for Christmas. There you go. I know that you're hoping for that. And certainly we put, well, I shouldn't say we, Gretel and the kids put up our Christmas tree yesterday. So uh, now I've just got to see what goes under there for me. Is it? Does the tree have wheels on it this year again? No, she finally put it in the one spot. I, I left one spot in the man cave where it could just sit in the corner. 
Uh, mind you, when I do need more storage space for my extended record collection, then it'll have to sort of be moved out a bit from the, the corner. Uh, but no, Gretel found a, a place pretty much where we had it last year. And, um, you know, she's happy with it. It's up. And uh, she didn't have to move it. So no more funny videos. Certainly not yet anyway. Yeah. But it wasn't on wheels last time. It, no, it was I on know. the plastic spokes. Yeah. And she's dragging it along the carpet. I know. I that was the that was the funniest part. And then when she peeked out from behind the tree, and you're telling her that you're sending. And folks, I don't know. We've talked about this a couple times. What you but have? but what this you was I, two Christmases ago now, I think, or maybe three. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I did uh, spend all. Yeah, Mark had put the tree up in one location, and his sainted an- angelic wife Gretel, if I like to refer to her, the angel who walks among us. Um, you know, along with Elisa, um, she, <laughs> she, and she, the other listener. Yeah, well, I mean, those are the two that I know personally, and <laughs> you know, and Dorothy. Dorothy's an angel, so we we have to don't want to forget Dorothy. Um, anyway, uh, she had to move the tree from one room to the other, and Mark, you know, being a true geek and knowing my fondness for Chris, he he vi- he records a video of his wife moving the tree, and then telling her he's going to send it to me, <laughs> and I have saved that as. Um, that that might even be the video that we wind out Christmas Eve with is is Gretel moving the tree, the the yeah. short. I might have to put it up on the big screen, you know, so the whole family. Oh, it's hilarious on the big screen. It, it, it's great, and and what I class it as is a mixture between uh, Mr. Bean uh, in his <laughs> Christmas uh, episode and Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation. Uh, which I absolutely love, and I know you do as well, Kevin. So I, I sort of throw it in there where it's just it's comical, it's funny, um, and it, it's one of those memorable Christmas things. So uh, yeah, no, it's it's always a, it, it's it's it, it truly makes me laugh every time I come across that video in my folder, and um, I just crack up poor Gretel there. She is, and then she peeks around from behind the tree. That that's the funny part. No, you're not. And then I see her face. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> It, it's very, very, very strange. So, but uh, bless her heart, she uh, she was trying. She's always trying to make your Christmas extra special. She does a pretty good job. I'll say that much. Yeah, no, she's she's a she's a great person. And um, uh, matter of fact, I got the. Uh, I think we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to hesitate to say. It. She sent me the picture the other day where she sent the Christmas package our way, mm-hmm. and I've already got yours on the way to you guys. Um, yep, hasn't arrived yet. But uh, when did I? Uh, I sent it a it will. week, a little over a week and a half ago, I think. Well, we yeah. should probably get it this week, I'd say. Hey, it's about two weeks for me to get a package to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's about. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a little over two weeks sometimes, but it, according to the the United States Post Office, anything sent by the eleventh going international would make it to its destination prior to Christmas. Interesting. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. And uh, if if that doesn't happen, then you can go down there and yell at them. Well, when you when you get to your part of the package, please step out of the house to open it. Okay. Now I'm and seriously so- concerned. It comes with. It's a wonder you haven't made me sign a a, a little waiver to say, you know, that you, that that. You take no responsibility for any disfigurement that comes my way. Oh, no, I wasn't worried about you. I got Gretel and the kids to sign the waivers. That's all I'm worried oh, about. Right. 
Uh huh. So I uh, feel in the love. <laughs> hey, you, don't. No, I'm not gonna. Kevin's gonna stay out of that. that I'm not <laughs> going to touch it. I'm not going to touch. I didn't say touch it. No, no, I'm not I going. I said feeling. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going down that road. We're going to stay away from that road. We're going to turn the ship ever so slightly. But you made me think of something when we were talking about the movie or your video of uh, Gretel. Is there? I we were having a conversation in a chat room recently about what is the video that you kick off the Christmas season with. Is there a particular movie or anything like that that you kick off your Christmas season? In I, I certainly have a few of them. Uh, even though, as you know, I'm not the biggest Christmas fan, but I do have a few movies that I, I do enjoy. And Mr. Bean's Christmas special is always one. That that <laughs> one, look, it doesn't have to be Christmas. I can watch that. That's, oh, yeah. That's, uh, Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation, of course, uh, is another. And that I have watched in the middle of the year. If oh, I'm in the movie. For a laugh, it's great. Um, and then I've got Bushfire Moon, which is a an Australian classic. Now, when it was distributed over into the US market, it was called something Miracle or the Australian Miracle, something like, I can't remember. Honestly, I'll, I'll try and find out what it was and, and put it in the show notes. But the Australian version is called Bushfire Moon. And it was a film from the 80s. And it was set in sort of more colonial Australian times, um, you know, sort of around the gold rush era and so forth, I guess, uh, when people were going on the land farm and, and you were dealing with the, the haves and the have-nots. But it, it's basically a story about just a, a boy who his family is dirt poor, can't afford anything at Christmas, um, at, but then he manages to give something to another old older man who's sort of just this mean guy. He's he's well off and has everything he could ever want and very wealthy. And it's a touching story of how, you know, the, the gift-giving process isn't necessarily, hey, how much do you buy? How many gifts do you buy? It's the meaning behind it. It's giving something, even if you can't afford it, it's sending someone even a, a, a salutation and saying, hey, you know, Merry Christmas. And if that's all you can do, then that's good enough. And and it, it's really it, it's a heartwarming uh, television uh, telly movie that was released about nineteen eighty five, and uh, just really really good. And I still watch that every year uh, that comes out. Uh, and these I have on VHS. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Well, Bushfire Moon is completely out of print. I haven't seen it in print for years. I haven't even seen it televised for probably 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, so it's a hard one to get. I do have a, a digital copy, and Kevin, I've been meaning to put it on thumb drive and send it to you for ages because uh, I digitized it a couple of years back. And I keep forgetting every time. It's like, yep, yeah, I'll send it to him next Christmas. Mm, forget it. <laughs> you know, just remind <laughs> me sometime to send it regardless of seasons. Let me make um, a quick reminder. <laughs> yeah, just keep bugging me. Um, so they're probably the three key ones. I also love uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, uh, which is Disney's version yes, of, I know. of Mickey Mouse and Scrooge and so forth. And, and that was just really, really cool. I, I always enjoyed that as a kid. My grandmother got that for me. I've got that on VHS. And this last year, we bought it on DVD as well. So we've got both copies. The VHS is wearing a little bit, unfortunately. But it's one of those things. It's one of the few things that I have left 
that reminds me of my grandmother. So I, I sort of keep that and cherish that. Um, and then there's other movies that I, I look at Christmas with and I, I go, uh, there was Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore. I, I think oh, it was I, Dudley, I, Dudley Moore in that there, one. The Santa Claus. The, the Santa Claus, maybe. That's, that's um, uh, Home Improvement. Um, no, 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 that's Tim Allen, yeah. yeah. No, it... Um, I'm sure there was one that Dudley Moore did that um, the Santa Claus. Uh, oh boy, here's a loser. She, she, I, I can tell all the listeners what Lisa's doing. She's sitting at Scream. home, screaming at us on IMDb and 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 so forth, going, "You guys are hopeless. Why don't you have this up and ready?" And it's like, yeah, but we we try to act knowledgeable without looking it up. The Santa Claus. Let's see. I, I'm sure it was a Dudley Moore. I'm, I'm really sure. No, no. That yeah. That so that's Tim Allen. The Santa Claus. But then there was another one from the '80s that um, was. Oh, mm. Let's see. And of course, this makes for great podcasting. It it I'm, does. I'm going to edit this, by the way. The listeners are just going to have to put up with it. Yes, they 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 should, and it's. It's just that way. But no, I don't know. That's why I'm trying to find it. Santa Claus, the movie. That's what it's called. It was released in 1985. Stars Dudley Dudley Moore, John Lithgow. Um, and it was... I, I really, really liked it. It was a flop, but it was a, it was a pretty good film. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that, that's the one, Kevin. Yeah, I, t- I found it on IMDb, too. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if I've it, seen it, that it, one or not. Oh, you, you got to see it. it. I mean, if you only see it once, it's it's just it's really Christmas. It's it's really got that that Santa arc to it. That um, that that sort of Christmas feel about it. It's a, a very Christmas movie. Um, and then the other one that I haven't seen yet, but I've been dying to for years, and the kids now are in the prime um, situation to be able to watch it with them, and that's. Um, the Polar Express. I want. I want oh, to see that. I've that, never seen it, but it, it looks awesome. That's a movie that when I first saw it, it creeped me out because mm-hmm. of the style of the animation that's, that's done in it. Too real? No, it's just I don't know. I can't describe it. But now, the more I've watched it and gotten past that, I enjoy it. I have a dear friend that that's her favorite Christmas movie. But no, I, now I like the Polar Express. Matter of fact, oh, here's something I'm going to have to tell, and Mark's going to hold this over my head. I actually bought a song from the soundtrack to that movie. <laughs> and I just did it recently, too. It's the song Believe. Believe. It's a very good, it's a good Christmas. It's about believing, you know, and, and believing in the Christmas miracle. So I bought mm-hmm. that, and I bought uh, from the Grinch... Um, the Mo- the Grinch movie, the one that Jim Carrey was in. I bought Faith Hill's song, Christmas, Where Are You Now? Mm-hmm. Or Where Are You Christmas, I think is what it's actually called. So, yes, I actually broke down, folks. I mean, I think I've bought almost a dozen songs this year. That has to be some I, sort I, of record. It is. Uh, my music... Uh... Must be rubbing off on you the the addiction I have to to my music. You must be sort of going, yeah, this stuff isn't too bad. You know, I should get back into this a little bit more. Well, you know, I we were I was teasing you too. I've had Pandora running my Christmas station every night when I go to sleep. That's what I'm listening to. 
the podcast mm-hmm. that I normally listen to, that one that you're always asking me the name of, and that show is, and that's what I normally listen to. Mike, I couldn't even read his lips. I wasn't ready for that. You got to do it again, Kevin. What you mean? You want the name of the show? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, you can't just mute it. Well, I I mean, usually if I'm trying to go to sleep, I'm and that's what I listen to. I I still couldn't get it, listeners. I'm sorry. I bet he's just yanking my chain. No, it's the same. It the it's the same show I've been listening to for probably three or four years, and it always helps me go right. Always very. Oh no! I just listened to an episode of Amber. You and Mike were talking about me. So, <laughs> did we talk about you? Yes, you did. It's, it's, I'm, I'm a few did, episodes. Did we say behind. good things or bad things? Mostly bad, but I'm okay with that. Cool, because I I can't remember. As soon as I finish recording and I hit the submit button, yeah. I know that's terrible. I, I get the same way with this show. I forget. <laughs> yeah, you you do, and I don't. I I've never been able to figure out why. But then, uh, like, John Nemo, actually, that brings me up to a topic. John Nemo wants to know what that all-in-one, all-inclusive uh, podcasting app or something was that you were talking about on, on NAMP a few weeks ago. And, I'm, and, and you know what? He sent me an, an email, and I'll, I'll, we'll fix it up after the show, and I'll check with you and see if you can remember. And I couldn't remember. I'm like, did I even have Kevin on the show? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Downcast. Downcast. Okay. Because I get video, I can get the video and audio podcasts in it. Remember, because I said that's the way I was downloading video podcasts, especially Don McAllister's uh, screencast. Was, was it that one? Because it was on episode 169, and he said Kevin mentions an end to end iOS podcasting app. Oh, 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 no. I don't remember what it is. I'll have to go look up. I thought you were talking about uh, what I used to what you listen. listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I. I Look, I could go back and re-listen to the show, but I don't know. Do you ever go back and re-listen to the geeky show overs that we do? Um, no. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I Listeners, do you go back and listen back to, to see... Our, to our back catalogue. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know, actually. Because we're... People actually go back and listen. After this episode, we've got 142 or 43 in the can that we've done on this. My God, that's like a lot of hours. What, what do they say? It takes something like... 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours to become completely proficient at something and know it perfectly. Well, we're a bit off that, but, you know, 140 hours. Well, yes, Kevin, that I definitely have uh, have 10,000 hours on. And the listeners, thank God you can't see uh, the um, sign language. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, no, that's what they do say. I forget. There's, yeah, you have to do something for ten thousand hours to become highly skilled or proficient or whatever you call it. And I know that's somebody's law of something or other. I don't, I can't remember. I just know I've heard it so many damn times now that I know that. I think Allison said it a few times on her show with different things, um, yeah. and that's where I've sort of clinged onto it. So, um, yeah. That, I think she's the one that I've heard that from in the past. Yeah, I've heard it from several people. Um, I mean, not just Allison, but I've heard it from other people too. So, But yeah, it is, that is something you do. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't go back and listen to old shows. I rarely, in, you know, when I was editing them, 
when I was doing most of the editing up until a couple months ago, when you took over doing the editing mm-hmm. uh, more of the time, I I actually listened to them at a faster speed, and I was a little behind the scenes here, folks. I was looking for blank spots and things like that just to to make the show a little tighter, um, and uh, that's what that's all I was really doing, and to make sure I caught all the topics because I listened to it at extremely fast when I was. Yeah. And you and Mike sound like chipmunks with the speed I was listening to it at. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, I'd I start... probably sound better as a chipmunk. Uh, you sound like a chipmunk on acid, to be honest. Cool. So, but yeah, so that's yeah, that was that's interesting. But no, I don't go back and listen to the old episodes really. I uh, and it really isn't anything. The only podcast that I think I've ever gone back and look, listened to old episodes is, uh, and I'm not trying to plug him or anything, but Don's show, just because mm-hmm. it's, you're learning something. Yeah, or you're relearning, or you're refreshing to know about something that maybe you didn't want to know six months ago, but you want to know now. And I think that's, that podcasting is really interesting, because I don't come across a lot of shows either that I want to go back and listen to the back catalogue on, especially when they're tech-related. And even... Yeah. Though we're more geek than tech-related, we still talk about stuff that is modern and mainstream a lot of the time. Um, yeah. So if, if we went backwards and, and went back to what we were talking about, say, two years ago, we'd be talking about different things that we've got, different tech toys that are now not really as relevant as they were or perhaps not relevant at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting. I think, you know when one day we decide to, to hand up the retirement banner and or the uh, let, let's take a hiatus banner, um, then, you know, we'll, we'll listen back to them and enjoy them. And, and certainly I, I look at stuff like this as being, well, this is sort of almost a legacy for my kids. I don't know if it's a great legacy, <laughs> but they'll have hundreds upon hundreds of hours to listen to me. No doubt they'll probably just dump it in the nearest trash bin, but... You know what? Screw them, because I know that I've done all these recordings and I've put all this in place, and if they want to see what I used to sound like and what my thoughts used to be, they can always go back and and visit it. I think that's kind of powerful. I tell you, folks, if you really want to hear something, the very first time Mark and I ever podcasted together, go back to uh, NAMP episode 10, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Oh, that's a blast from the past. Uh, that was... Oh, my God. I forgot your co-host at that time. I just drew a blank. Uh, was it still Dennis Friday's? Yes, it was Dennis. Yeah. So it was you, me, and Dennis, and I was... Because I was nervous. Um, that was only like the Oh, second. I have to go back and listen to that. And this is, this is funny. That was like the second or third podcast I had done at that time. And then after that, it all cut loose. Because then I started doing video podcasting. I used to do... Uh, uh, with Mark Dalton, I did the his show, uh, Tech Lounge. Yeah, the Tech Lounge, and that mm-hmm. was a video show. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, we did this. I was on Nap. Oh, how many? I, well, I've hosted Nap several times. Yeah. Uh, I was the old Peter, old version of Peter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think even our friend Scott Wilsey said I was. He said I was hosting it so much it was not another Kevin podcast at that point or something. Yeah, I have passed it off a few times to a few different guest hosts when I've been busy and so forth. I'm hoping to stick more 
on a weekly basis and uh, and so forth with me. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to see how that goes. And so far, so good. But who knows? Yeah. Might derail itself again. Well, you know, it's all, I mean, we don't do this to get rich. Please, folks, don't yeah, think we're getting I, rich. <laughs> I, I wish we did. This, this would be a cool gig and a cool job, but we're not as slimy as uh, Leo Laporte. Oh, excuse me. I had to burp. I had to hit the mute button there. Well, I mentioned, I mentioned Leo and, you know, you had the vomit come up in your throat. So, you know. No, that wasn't what caused it. It's the fizzy water I'm drinking. <laughs> Kevin, you're not meant to say that. We're meant to hate Leo because he's the big dog in the yard and, and we're not even in the damn yard. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess I, maybe I'm getting too old. I don't have enough energy left in me to really hate people i strongly dislike a lot of people but i don't oh yeah absolutely i don't have enough energy to hate people anymore you got got to respect him for what he's done and what he's achieved but at the same time i couldn't go and and uh sell my soul the way he does and just okay highest better let's go and let's advertise this product that i've never used and all this you know endorse this and then complain about it six months later or something it's like no just can't do that. I like to have that, that flexibility where I can be honest in what I want to say and, and how I want to say it. And I think you, you can do you can still do that with some advertising, but not a lot. I, I think eventually we should get to the stage with this show and, and with NAMP where we, we try crowd, uh, crowdfunding. So we try Patreon, um, Patreon and so forth. Because um, I, I think, in all honesty... Look, you know, as long as it covers the bills and our little bit of time that we put in to, to get it done, you know, or, or allows us to, you know, every few months buy a new little piece of gear that can help the show move yep. forward or something, then it's great. It, it's wonderful. Um, and I, I think people are more used to that process now, more used to the Kickstarter-style yeah. campaign, more used to the Patreon, and they understand what they're getting in, into. It's not just... Hey, let's donate or, or buy a coffee, which was always the previous internet way of doing things. Yeah. It's now, look, I like this show. I, You know, your your time and effort is appreciated because it gives me entertainment. And look, the, the good thing is with something like that is not everybody has to, you know, put in a, a Patreon donation or anything. Uh, it's up to the individual. You're not forced to listen through dumb ads that you don't want. And that, frankly, don't really return much anyway. Uh, you know, so we we may end up considering that. I, I don't know when, of course, because all this stuff takes thought and consideration. And you know, I and, and, that, and, and, and that's not our strong uh, stand. That's not our strong suit. We're not really thought and considerate people. <laughs> well, we are in one way. I mean, look, in in another way, I also don't want to come across as needy and pathetic even though i probably am needy and pathetic but that, that's completely different you, you are definitely <laughs> pathetic i have i've have spoken to your family enough to know that so i don't nice know. <laughs> lovely wonderful at least i know i'm one of the two yeah so you so so folks if you want to see pathetic you know just go to the dictionary type in pathetic and you'll see mark's picture there right next to it i think it's in the oxford australian version of the dictionary yeah, well, they wouldn't want me in the UK, would they? No. No. But you know what? Since we bring that up, look, listeners, if you're interested and you think it's a good idea for us to do a Patreon, 
just shoot us an email or a tweet or something and just say, you know, yeah, I'd support you. If we get enough people, then we might do it quicker than if we just sort of going, oh, yeah. You know, and, and we're talking, it's like a dollar per show or, or something like that. Or even, you know, 50, we're not... even 50 cents a show. I mean, every little bit helps. Absolutely. It all adds up. And, um, you know, we love doing the show and, and it's not about the money, but it is... Um, it would be nice to make a little bit of extra coin because we'll buy all these techie things. And let's just put it this way. The uh, better halves when it comes to the three of us, and I include Mike, even though he's not yep. here, they, they I, I swear, they just look at the, the bank balance and roll their eyes. Or, or more so, they, they look at our, our bills and they, they say, hold on a sec, what's this $59 at Amazon, $39 at Amazon, $299? What the hell is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get that, yeah, it's like, what, 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 what? <laughs> you know, it's, and, 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 you know, bless my wife, she, she, I mean, my wife is an accountant, I mean, that's what her college oh, degrees oh, in as an oh, accountant. Oh, Kevin, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm, oh, I am so sorry, oh, so, so yeah. actually, you know, there's two ways to look at it, A, she can help you retain your wealth, or B, she can scold you for spending your wealth. Uh, I get A and I get B. <laughs> I'm an AB positive in that case. <laughs> but I'm bump. Uh, for any listeners that didn't get that joke, please send, send an email to Mark at uh, Uranus.com and he'll he'll explain it to you. Uh, we have not used that email address since we were doing the shows just you and me without yeah. Mike. Yeah. Wow. We, the, we put an See, Mike. Mike is probably the. Uh, he elevates us. He elevates us to to uh, not be so pathetic. Yeah, he keeps me from falling to your level of patheticness. Is that right? Well, is that even a word? Well, let's put it this way: you said it, so it's got to be a word. But I don't know if it was accurate. But that that's all right because on on the last episode of Namp. Oh my god, I listened back to it to do the editing and I heard some doozies come out of my mouth. Thank god I wasn't the only one. <laughs> and back to it going, oh please tell me I didn't use that terminology. No. Completely wrong. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't flow. How did that come out of my mouth? See, listeners, that's why I write professionally and I podcast as an amateur event because <laughs> what comes out of my mouth, God, is completely different to what comes out of my fingers on the keyboard. And, yeah, I'm just not going to go any further down that road. I'm just going to let that lay right there where Mark left that one. He put that one out. Yeah, he's, oh, folks, this is disturbing. He's got his fingers all over the screen now. Yeah, it's like the alien, you know, from alien. You know what makes yeah. me think of is the huntsman spiders that you have. Yeah, well, actually, uh, let's have seen one... About one this year. That's it so far, touch wood. Um, we've got a lot of, of St. Andrew's cross spiders and stuff like that at the moment. I had one on my lawnmower the other day. I was mowing our lawn and just decided to come for a ride and it was, you know, vibrating. Anyway, I decided to be fair and I, I took a stick and <laughs> I've got Kevin in hysterics. I oh, took a stick and I just threw him in the garden. <laughs> Folks, you haven't seen it. Do you see Mark shake his jowls and everything while he's sitting there doing that impression of the poor spider riding along on the lawnmower? <laughs> he had stuff vibrating that I'm afraid to see. 
<laughs> yeah, but how many frames per second was I vibrating in, Kevin? I think you were at 120 hertz there for a second. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, folks, you really need to thank your lucky stars. This is not video. This, is, <laughs> this, this could cause the need for some serious psychotherapy after seeing what we've done this week. So Yeah, well, we, we need therapy after doing these shows. These shows are therapy because <laughs> we'd push any psychiatrist over. Any right-minded psychiatrist would have, would lose his license trying to treat us. They would actually. Yeah, they 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 would they would go nutso cuckoo. Oh my gosh! So um, yeah, and I will have to put out there too. I had uh, some Christmas light emergencies this week that I had to tend to in my outdoor decorations. I had a set of lights go out, and I had to do, you know, get an extra set and get them put up and do all of my machinations there. And then I found a, anybody that loves Christmas lights will appreciate this. I found a heck of a deal on spare light bulbs uh, on Amazon. Oh, it was early in the week, I guess it was. And I couldn't resist. <laughs> I actually have to buy some spares because we, um, we've we got two sets for the Christmas tree, but one set after like one year of usage just blew three bulbs. So um, I've got to order them in and, and so forth, but that's just one of those things. You, you can't buy them in the retail stores out here anymore, so you've got to get them online. Yeah, we had uh, I had to buy these are C9 size light bulbs for people that know the difference. Uh, that's the next size up from a standard night light bulb. Um, but I found good deal on 25 packs, so I got a couple of those <laughs> coming in. And then I had, uh, I use something called window icicle lights. Uh, a lot of people use icicle lights on the outside of their house. And they run them along the eave of the house or something like that. So it looks like you got ice, you know, icicles hanging from your house. Um, we actually, because I can't get to part of my roof to do it, and I want it to look right but we found these things called window icicle lights and Mark's seen pictures of it uh, where they're mm -hmm. just, it's uh, same thing except they're on the inside of the window excuse me, and I don't have to uh, come near killing myself climbing up on a ladder two stories up and you know falling down <laughs> trying to get the Christmas lights hung along the edge of the eve Although it would be so it would be so Chevy Chase of you yeah, well, I mean, again, I've talked about me stapling my finger to the to the house and, and stuff like that when I used to do that, but I had a lower roof line at that point in time, so it was mm -hmm. easier to reach. It's a little bit hard, and it's hard to put up. My front yard has a slope to one side, so getting a ladder on a slope to stand still is um, a bit tricky. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I actually considered, and my wife shot this down. This is where the accountant part came in. Uh, about three years ago, I was going to rent what's called a cherry picker. I don't know if you know what those are. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, so, I was, same out here. I was going to rent a cherry picker, um, you know, bring it in, have it in the driveway. And I had gotten, I had found the one I wanted. I wasn't even going to probably have to run it up on the lawn very much. I could do it all from the driveway because it would lift and then extend almost mm -hmm. the full length of my house. And she said, well, that's nice. I, you know, it's great. I know you've always wanted to put lights up there like that. How much is it going to cost? I said, well, it'll be about $600 to put them up and about another 600 to take them down. She said, no, well, we're not doing that. <laughs> I can't blame her for that. That's insane. But it would have looked so cool. I mean, uh -huh. 
Yeah, it had lights all the way across the front of my house. That's 50-some feet across. And then down the downspouts from the upper story of the house. That would have looked so awesome. You know. Sure. Not to your bank balance. Oh, well. well I was going to charge it to yours. Ah, lovely. <laughs> I, I give, the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. Yep, it's just like the Jelly of the Month Club, Clark. It's the Christmas gift that gives all year. And folks, see if you can figure out what that one's from. <laughs> yeah, that one's easy. What The one you need is the Fruit of the Month Club. If you can figure out what TV series the Fruit of the Month Club came in, uh, then I will be impressed. The Fruit of the Month. Now, that one's stumping me at the moment, but I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to think about that one for a while. The Fruit of the Month. Hmm. Listeners, if you know... Don't tell Mark. Send it to me, and I'll impress him with my knowledge. Let's crowd, <laughs> we'll crowdsource this. I mean, I know I can. I, at least I know. Stop yelling. I can. I can Google it and probably figure it out. But that's cheating. That's that cheating. is cheating. Yeah, and anyone listening, if you Google it, cheater, 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 liar, liar. No, that's that's something panties different. on fire. No, not panties. Pants. Please don't set your panties on fire. Uh, under or your pant, your trousers. Let's say it that way. Yeah, but it doesn't sound right. Well, we have to correct it for the UK because every t- I again when I've talked to my friends in the UK and I say, "Oh, I stuffed something in my pants." They go, "Really?" Because <laughs> to them that means underwear. Your pants are your how, underwear. How how does Jeff Gummett not have an international incident? Um I don't know that he hasn't. I think that's the pro- I think <laughs> That's the punchline. Bless his heart. I think he's had so many. It's like, oh, it's okay. It's just Jeff. You know, I don't. I don't think they get too worked up over over what Jeff says when it comes to that sort of thing. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice, folks. That'll mean Mark has to talk extra if I lose my voice. No, I just want to hear you go the high pitch. It's it's like you finally your voice is finally breaking, Kevin. Uh, yeah, it's finally. Well, that's like Allison. I was helping Allison, uh, our friend Allison Sheridan, with something, and she had me do her tagline for her show with the ever so slight Macintosh bias. And I think I got a. I think I strained some of my man parts there trying to hit that high note. Oh dear! I honestly don't know how she can hit that all the time. She does it pretty well. She's only stuffed it up a couple of times. Oh yeah, she does it real. I had her and Steve because we were doing a yeah we were doing a Skype call and I was help working with them on something. I was trying to we were testing some stuff and I did it and I thought poor Steve was going to die laughing so hard every time I try to hit that note and it hurt. <laughs> I'm telling you folks. So, so Kevin, you're on the spot. Give it a go. An ever so sl- ouch that hurts. So slight Macintosh biased. You, you need to grip and twist. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that because that's going to hurt worse. <laughs> that's only going to hurt worse. Uh, folks, if you don't know about Allison's show, go over and have a listen. She does a phenomenal show, the Nocilla cast. And she's spun off now. She's got her own little podcasting empire going. Um, the Chit Chat Across the Pond, which used to be part of the regular podcast is now spun off, and I'm really enjoying the series who are Kern Barter doing their programming by stealth. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know how to program. I don't. I haven't used some of the more modern languages a lot. Uh, we've talked about that before. I mean, I, I, learned, I cut my teeth RPG and COBOL and stuff like that. But it's, it's interesting because Allison's not a real programmer, and Bart's really helping her along. And the way Bart has broken it up into little chunks... 
I think is really good for the novice. I really oh, think yeah. it, 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 it certainly doesn't get too in depth that you then run away screaming. Um, it, it's a good starter point, and it's good because everyone can get into it. So it's not just a, a programming podcast, really. Yeah. Yeah, go over and have a listen to Allison's show. We'll plug her while I'm thinking about it. Um, Certainly Chit Chat having its own show is good as well because a lot of the time I'd find that Chit Chat was my most enjoyable aspect of, of Allison's show. And that's not to say that her normal show isn't enjoyable. It certainly is. But it depends who was the guest. And she's had some really, really awesome people on there and some great conversations over the years. And... Um, so I'm so glad that it's there as well because then I can have a look at the show notes and go and have a look at Alison's show notes for the uh, Podfeet uh, show and then I can have a look at Chit Chat and go, oh, well, you know what, I want to listen to the Chit Chat this week and no, she didn't really cover anything in the main show that I'm interested in. So I can sort of switch it around. So it actually helps a little. Yeah, well, I hear the live show because I'm a I'm 99% regular uh uh, participant in the uh, I, chit. I, just do, I just haven't had time in the last god it's probably been 18 months since I've been in the live chat it's been almost an hour since I was in the live chat <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, 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 I honestly just have too much to do in, in my own life and I, I wish I could join you guys I, I should try occasionally um, but the this problem is I get the kids off and then I get home and then it's like okay I'm without the kids for six hours. I have to work. I have to get it done. And anything that deviates, even this show uh, deviates from, from getting the work done. Although I sort of class this as work because it's an effort to, uh, to <laughs> podcast with you, Kevin. <laughs> it's, it's a Herculean effort. I am quite sure of that. Uh, uh, you know, I, I sweat in certain places. You sweat profusely, right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I feel the love now, just like you feel the love all the time. There you go, sir. I told you, feeling the love. That's that's exactly it. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. I'm sorry. I seem to have trouble this week. So you, it must have been the feeling the love that's coming up in his throat, just like the Leo thing did. It's it's choking me up. That yeah, that's it. It's, 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 oh, isn't that special? I got him all choked up. Yeah, he got me all choked up, asshole. The. <laughs> <laughs> So um, you had something, though, that we mentioned in last week's show that we wanted to talk about, and that is uh, using a Kindle, and, and what were we? Th- what were our thoughts? So Yes, you know, for a while now I've been, I, I guess the last couple of years, so I went with the full convergence device, which was the iPad, then the iPad mini, and then I walked away from that, and I said, no, I want to go back to a, a, a Mac laptop and then an iPhone as the portable device. Now, one of the problems that I've had is that I, I sort of, I want a dedicated device for music listening, dedicated device for book reading, and I like doing those things independently without being hit with notifications and without being distracted too because, honestly, I, I'd i love to think that I'm focused, but I'm not. I'm, where? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so distracted. If I get on YouTube or if I get on Google or if I even go on Facebook or Twitter for any length of time, an hour has gone and I'm like, oh, um whoa, I was supposed to be doing this and I didn't get it done. And then when I, I turn off and I focus, 
wow, I get so much done. I'm like a productivity kin. Um, but I, I've been looking at the, the Kindles thinking, oh, would that be a good ebook reader? Now, now I'm not talking about the Kindles that, um, you know, have the multi-function like the Kindle. I think it's the Kindle Fire and so forth. I'm yeah, talking about the, just the, the straight ebook reader and whether or not it's a, a good option to go for. Um, the problem is a lot of my ebooks are in iBooks already. So I've sort of, with with DRM, and, and this is what really irritates me with our, our technological world, I can't move from Apple's iBooks option to Kindle and, and have it work. But I can bring Kindle books onto the iPad, for instance, yeah. which kind of keeps me going back to I just buy another iPad. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't really want that much functionality. I don't want that much control. I'm actually tempted when I upgrade the kids' iPads probably in the next 12 months or so um, because once they're not supported, I'll, I'll get them new iPads so they actually can run the latest games and stuff. Mm -hmm. and to be quite honest, the iPad 2s aren't really well supported now anyway, but they're good enough for the kids' usage. But I've even been thinking, do I use their, their old iPads, keep them around and use them as my title streaming, uh, so my music streaming uh service you know it's got blows up the album artwork really nicely and i've tested it and it works pretty well it's, it's not going to work well if i want to swap songs all the time and so forth but if i just want to play an album which is generally what i like to do it'll be perfect um and then i was thinking well i could go back to that as an as an ebook reader and because i you know yes the new ipads have retina displays so it's clearer and it's nicer but then you go and look at the kindles and i was looking at the kindles in the store the other day and that e-ink, I don't know, it takes a while to rewrite when you change the page across, and that kind of irritates me a little bit. Um, and they're, they're still pretty expensive out here. They're still $150 plus for even the entry level. Wow. So you, you've got it. Yeah, well, that's our Australian pricing. So you really have to figure out, hey, is this what I really want? And then if it is, great. And if it's not, then got to figure out something else. Well, you know, I bought, and I've talked about it on the show, I bought, I caught a really good deal, and I can't remember, it's been well over a year ago, maybe almost a year and a half ago, I caught a good deal on the basic Kindle. Um, everything said and done, I, it was either 19 or $29 US is all I ended up paying. I think it was 29 Um but it was just the basic Kindle. I mean, it's not even the paper white. It's just mm -hmm. very, very basic. And I don't find, you know, I, I, used it, I used it a whole lot for a long time. I mean, it was just a nice, convenient little device. Um, it still is a convenient little device. But I've actually found myself reading uh, more uh, this year, uh, starting probably March or April, I'd gotten some books I wanted to reread that had been, you know, I hadn't read for 20, 30 years uh, that I wanted to reread. And I read those on my iPad Air, too. And I am I was pretty happy with that reading experience. Uh, one, because when I got the text to a comfortable size for me, and yes, mm -hmm. folks, we said I'm old and I have progressive lenses and all this stuff, um, there was still sufficient text on the page because I had it blown up on the Kindle pretty large, or not pretty large, but larger than normal. 
So I was having to change the page fairly frequently um, mm. because I didn't get a whole lot per page. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it it is a great device. Um, I wouldn't trade it for anything because it is very light and very compact. Um, the only problem I really have with the Kindle right now is the, the, the whisper sync between it and my iPad when I, you know, I get to page 500 in the book. And then I might pick up the Kindle and it says, oh, well, you know, you're at page 500 on this device. Do you want us to catch you up to that point? And I say, yes. And it says, okay, well, I'm not going to catch you up. I'm just going to stay here. And I'm going, what the? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that cloud sync, I mean, even with Apple stuff, isn't always perfect. It right. isn't always done perfectly in the background. So it, it can be an issue. I love cloud sync, but there's problems with it. Well, you know, though, given the price that you're saying you have to pay for a Kindle, that's kind of steep. I mean, I gave my wife last year for Christmas, uh, I think it was last year, maybe it was the year before, a Kindle Paper White. And I mm-hmm. and, and the reason I, she had an older generation Kindle, and she had a cover that had a little book light built into it. And that was really nice. That's And she still has that. She just doesn't use that very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but she... Uh, she I gave her the Kindle Paperwhite, and oddly enough, the she loves the screen and likes the e-ink on it and the way it works. The one thing she doesn't like is the touch screen to have to change pages, because on the Kindle Paperwhite, yeah. there's it's no got buttons. The buttons. There's no. Oh buttons. yeah. There's no but, buttons. Yeah, on. but on the older models, there were. Now I'm I'm just looking up um, to give you an idea. So it's 176 dollars for the Paperwhite uh, Wi-Fi model. Yeah. And if, if I want to go the Kindle Touch at the six inch size, that's 118. And that's about the cheapest we have a Kindle for in Australia. I'm surprised you don't have the very basic Kindle. Um, I don't Wouldn't know that what... be the, the, the Touch? No, 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 no. There's, um, I think there's an even cheaper one than that. Because um, yeah, like if, if it was if it was sub a hundred dollars and it was good enough, that would work for me. I I don't, you know, I'm not that fussy. It's um, you know, as you guys know, everyone listening and so forth. Um, I've gone back to physical media a lot. I buy records again. I'm buying CDs more than ever as well, and I buy books. But there's some books. I mean, if it's a difference between picking one up for five dollars and it's twenty dollars to get the physical book, well, you, I'm kind of an idiot to go and pay twenty dollars, especially if it's just a paperback. If it's a hardcover book, sure. But if it's a paperback and I've got to spend fifteen dollars more for the same thing, I kind of go, uh, you know what? No, I, I just won't do that. Yeah, so, the, yeah. It does look like. I guess I haven't kept up with them. Yeah, the Kindle. Uh, that the Kindle Touch is the cheapest one, and that one is currently it's actually on a twenty dollar off offer right now here for me, uh, showing it <laughs> at fifty nine ninety nine. Jeez, God, we paid too much, don't we? I wonder what I, I wonder if would that would I be able to send you one? I don't know. We we might have to try that as an experiment. But you know what's funny? I actually have. U.S. dollars sitting in my PayPal account. So I can actually give you U.S. dollars without losing on the transaction. So we might have to to look at that, Kevin. 
Yeah, but no, I'm talking about to have it physically shipped to you. Uh, is there Without any ex- having to ship it on? I'm not sure. I mean, is there? Well, no. But either, even if I had to ship it to you, will it work once it gets to Australia? Or is there any region? Or lock? is there a region lock? I don't know. I mean, that, that's the problem. They do have DRM on the books, so. Uh... Yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, I don't, you know, and again, I'm sure Elisa's screaming and Mike's probably screaming too. You idiots. Um, but yeah, there's... Yeah, but we, we don't know. I mean, the other problem too that you've got, because I've been thinking of asking you to uh, pick me up a, um, a Pono player, Pono music player in the States, because I know you can get it cheaper than I can get it here right. and then send it out to me. But one of the big issues I've got is that you've got issues with warranty. If anything should go wrong with it, then you've got to ship it back to the US and there's a lot of expense in and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of go, yeah, I, I might avoid doing stuff like that, even though it's more affordable. And I mean, when it comes to the Pono, we can't buy it. Oh, we can buy it. I can buy it from Amazon. But by the time I go through the the fee translation with the Australian dollar, it's $150 more. Um, and it's just it's one of those things that's like, oh, geez, do I want to do that or not? And it's... It, Warranty is an issue when it comes to technology because it's yeah. either going to work or it's not going to work. And if it doesn't work or it gives you a problem, are they going to warrant it even though you live in another country? You know, I think some companies would be fine with it and others wouldn't be. Uh, I know, for instance, um, Bose, they're pretty flexible. Um, if you're traveling and you've got like the, the headphones, the noise cancelling headphones and earphones, mm-hmm. and you travel with those, they don't mind whatever country you're in. You just go to your nearest Bose outlet and uh, they'll help you out as much as they possibly can. And I think Apple's pretty much the same. But then there'd be other companies that don't do that. Or maybe even in the Bose lineup of things, there may be things like certain speaker systems and that, that they go, well, no. Um, it's got to go back to the original country. Like I often reference my Bose uh, Lifestyle 235 Series 2 system. But in the States, they don't have that, even though Bose is a US-based company. Um, they don't sell that particular model in the US. It's an Australian exclusive. Uh, why it's an Australian exclusive, I've got no idea. It's a beautiful-sounding product. I absolutely love it. You guys have other things, though, that we don't get. So I think... It's just, it, it's region sort of yeah, re, re, region regions. locked. Yeah, uh, and I just looked because oddly enough, I have shipped stuff directly to you from Amazon. Yeah, big surprise there, folks. Um, this version of the Kindle touchscreen Wi-Fi includes special cannot be shipped to the selected country. <clears throat> yep, and that's to make us pay more at the cash register. Yeah, I just went in and checked because uh, I, I remember I shipped something down for Nicholas uh, a year yep. or two ago, and I shipped it directly. That was it was cheaper that way than me getting it and shipping, buying it oh, yeah. and shipping it. Uh, but yeah, it's telling me it's uh, nope, not gonna do well, so it. We, Big so red we letters. That, yeah, we get that occasionally where I'll go in and want to order something from Amazon, and then it says no, can't ship it to Australia, and it's like oh, so. Yes. We, we don't really exist. We're kind of there when the world wants us to be there, and the rest of the time it's like, yeah, go away. You're 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 what's known as up a up a uh, body of water, up a flowing up a body. creek without a paddle. Yeah, you're up a flowing bottle body of fecal matter without a me- method of propulsion. I believe is how Sheldon said it. Interesting. A fecal, okay. a, a I can't fecal, remember that. 
It's a, it, it was a polite way of saying up a creek, up a shit creek without a paddle. So. <laughs> I, I just can't remember him saying that, so. <gasps> oh, minus 3,000 geek points. Yeah, but you know what? We're, we're behind still in Big Ben in Australia. It pisses me off. Uh, you know what they say, it's better than being pissed on, so. You know I'll tell you how far behind we are because I actually had to stop watching because the latest uh, season, uh, which is season nine, um, I, I don't know what happened, but it just sort of stopped for weeks on end. And uh, I don't know if it's come back yet or not. Um, let's see. No, we have maxed out at episode six. Which is which one? The helium insufficiency. Oh, wow. You are behind. Yeah, and then they wonder why the hell Australia are some of the biggest pirates in the world. And it's because, you know what? That was released on the 26th of October, and we still haven't had any new Big Bang come out. Mm. Sounds that, that sounds like a personal problem if I've ever heard and, one. And, and you know what? When you pay $50 to get in in high def on iTunes, as each episode comes out, I expect them weekly. Yeah, there because there's been there was a couple a week or two where they didn't have an episode, but you should have at least two or three more by now. Yeah, because mm. they'll be taking the Christmas they'll hit the Christmas break here uh, shortly because uh, the episode this past week spoiler I'll try to avoid any spoilers. Um, uh, Amy was back fairly well involved in this episode this, this oh episode. that's a spoiler alert kevin oh no i'm just saying she's involved because she hasn't been there for a couple weeks so now she's oh bad. and that's the, oh that's oh that's a spoiler too i didn't know that uh, <sighs> yeah so you're see, not gonna watch see, it now no i'll watch it of course but see <laughs> see how bad it is it's like god when are they gonna get past this where everything's released late and at different times and stuff. It's just... We get screwed. Yes, you, you, you take it royally. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's just the way it is. But now, see, you turned me on to Kenny. I had not seen Kenny. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, see, there's good and bad. But at the same time, I, I just I don't like... Um, I don't like being behind. I don't, and, you know, it's like don't let me be behind in TV series. At least if I, especially if I'm paying for it, let me get it at the same time or at least within a day or two of the US so that then I can get online and have fun with the friends I've got. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you know, you've really I, got I, so few friends, you need to keep them, you know, as intact as you can. Well, well, see, most of my friends are online, and the friends in, in my real life don't really care for what I, I like. They, I'm, they're friends with me for different reasons. Um, but you, you guys put up with me, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's good. You listen to whatever crap I want to talk about. Oh, and Adam oh feeling the love. Yes, feeling everything here. Oh. <laughs> it's the touchy-feely show. At, at that's the, that we'll rename it to the Touchy Geeks. There we go. There's the show title. The Geek Touch. <laughs> or Geeks Touching. Anyway. No, no, no. The Touchy Geeks. The Touchy Geeks. There we go. 
Perfect show title. Well, folks, I think uh, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Mark looks constipated now. But, oh, um, sorry, I, just, I sat up strider, you know. <laughs> and I said constipated, yes, folks. He did look constipated. Um, <laughs> it's like he was having to concentrate too hard there and short-circuiting. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this show. It's a little shorter. Uh, Mark and I have been going back and forth trying to do a few other things. So, And we've made for some exciting radio listening as as we've typed into IMDb and we've I, I, and plus Mike wasn't here to keep us in line. Yeah, and let's, let's and, uh, just be honest, it's Mike's fault. It is. It's all Mike's fault. And then we, you know, Elisa, she's probably having to take uh, sedatives now after yelling at us so many times <laughs> as she's <laughs> listening to the show. Bless her heart. Uh, but anyway, we hope you enjoyed the show this week. Uh, thank you for downloading, listening, and uh, before I forget, Mark, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? Uh, go across to markgreentree.com or check out my new project across at subjectivesounds.com. Yes, some excellent writing going on there. Very good Thanks. writing. Uh, if you want to find out more about Mr. McPeak, uh, he, you can find him on uh, Twitter at DSCChipman. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Mike McPeak, I will even plug the uh, gracious uh, man that he is even though he's not with us this week. If you want to find out more about me, I'm usually on Twitter at uh, B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A or go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. We, again, I hope you enjoyed the show this week. A little shorter than normal. Uh, thank you for downloading and listening. And please remember this week to be sure if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. To touch a geek. Oh, I knew he did. Oh, I missed it. I missed it. He's, he missed it, folks. All right, folks, thank you, and have a wonderful week. This is Private Eye, Macintosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance. Film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called The Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's The Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louie. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store.